Welcome to the Culture of Kindness podcast. Have you wondered about the direction the world is going? Wondered if you and the rest of the world are connecting in a healthy way? I can see it in others, and now I've changed the lens through which I see the world, and to be kind is the only possible result. Because you, you don't have the language of talking, it's kind of almost a language of kindness. In this podcast, we discuss everything from what makes a brilliant leader to where is the world going on our current trajectory and how can we make a culture of kindness and do we actually need to or are we doing all right just as we are? It's roughly 2,000 years since some bloke got nailed to a tree for suggesting that we should all be a little bit nicer to each other. And I fear that over the last 2,000 years we haven't moved on very far from that. Inherently, humans are very badly flawed. And there, there is... I, Nahala Summers, became obsessed about the power of kindness after it was the kindness of a stranger that changed my life. So now I am lucky enough to talk to the most eclectic mix of people, probably on any podcast. Come inside and subscribe. It will open your mind and world up to the best examples of living life wholeheartedly. You look on the Facebook, even when you look in the comments on BBC, everyone goes, oh, I hate bullies. But then that's like saying, I hate water. You know, bullies have come from somewhere. And what was going tap on my shoulder from somewhere that said, you cannot just do an act of kindness in a day and that be good enough. Before we go to the full episode, I just wanted to jump in and let you know that the Culture of Kindness Leadership book is available right now on Amazon. It's getting brilliant reviews because it is a practical support for any leader organisation looking to make a more successful workplace. And who doesn't love that? To find out more about what we offer, go to www.aculturaofkindness.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening, folks, and supporting this podcast. And if you love it, please do share it with your networks. Bill, you are so welcome onto a Culture of Kindness podcast. I'm incredibly grateful to have you on here. I know you have so many stories to share. But first of all, maybe you could share with the listeners about who you are, what you do, and, and how you've become who you have become. You know, firstly, thank you, Nala, for inviting me to speak. I'm uh, really looking forward to share some experiences with you. Um, so my name is Bill Scott. I'm Chief Executive of Wilson Group. Um, I started the company in 1994 with two people, and we grew it to a, a number of 800 by 2012. Um, I first started the business, tried to get an overdraft facility. was told by three of the big banks it was impossible. Um, we were too aggressive, and uh, we just wouldn't be able to sustain what we were going to try and do. So, uh, in fact, I was told to halve the size of the business plan come back and they might even think about it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait, went to another bank, put a, put a, um, a, a proposal together. The guy looked over the top of his, his, uh, his bottom rim glasses and said, you really want to do this, don't you? I said, I really do. Enough to give me a house? I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, me and, and my partner originally, we both give our houses up as collateral. Wow. Um, so we, we, uh, we, we turned over 
uh, double the amount of money that we said we were going to turn over, made double the amount of profit we said we were going to uh, actually make, and that was a, 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 a sort of a pattern that we just continued on with. We never actually used the money with the lenders. Uh, we, we, we actually grew a, a business to a size but actually without actually become, becoming overdrawn for 11 years. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, and the company, actually, the, the bank said we were their worst customers because we never actually borrowed a penny. Um, so that sort of gives you a flavour. So I, I think uh, fundamentally, I'm a, I'm a very, very honest person. I'm very hardworking. I only sleep for four hours. Um, I'm, wow. I'm very competitive. And the difference between me and a lot of other people uh, is that if I, if I try my best and I get beat, by somebody who's better than me, I shake the hand and I, yeah, I forget about it. You know, I just try a bit harder the next time. Yeah. So I don't turn my toes up with a pram. I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a grafter. Yeah. Um, I served my time as an apprentice. And as an apprentice, you you learn to to, you know, you go in as a sixteen year old and you're sat next to a, a, a sixty year old who's, who's, who's who knows everything and you know nothing. And it's your your job then to try and extrapolate that information from his brain into yours to make you better. You know, you, you've got the, the crack, all the banter, all the stuff that you've got to, you know, live with in the, in the, in the, what we call the mess room. And on this workshop floor, you get sent for a long stand. So you stand there for a long time. <laughs> uh, uh, you go and ask for, for a tin, tin of, um, of tartan paint. Uh, you know all that stuff, it, and it just it just makes you as a person. And I I I can honestly say that in my heart I'm still an 18 year old apprentice. I haven't forgot where I'm from, and uh, that's why I think that when I I go and speak and do inspirational talks, I'm speaking as an 18 year old apprentice that that has got his feet on the ground. And yeah. I think that that's the difference between me and a lot of people. How much do you think that kindness has played in the success of your business? Because you've gone from two to eight hundred um, yeah. over a period of time. How much do you think kindness has played in that? I think um, uh, until I've met you, I didn't. I've not really looked at this kindness before. It's just natural to me. So you know, I my mantra is to treat people how I expect to be treated myself. Yeah. Uh, so I speak everybody doesn't matter. Uh, uh, whether you're a man, woman, breed, whether you're abled or disabled, every single person to me is exactly the same. We're all the same, mm-hmm. no different. And and you know, um, you know, from from the way we've gone the business is is as a family. So everybody's equal, right? We do, I'm the CEO, but my door is open all the time. Anybody, doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Everybody, I talk to everybody. I try and. It's difficult because I, I, I really struggle to, to remember all the names. But you know, I've 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 just um, well, I've just gone through it. It's 25 years now, and um, I've just been exactly the same all the way through. So treat treat people as you like, uh, as you expect, and just be kind and and considerate. You were talking about a, a guy who'd worked for you for 25 years. Um, I think he'd started off as an apprentice with you. He'd stayed with you the entire time, I think. Is that right? What was yeah, the, the, yeah. the story that you that um, that you shared with me about the 25 years and what you did for him? 
Yeah, so this this kid comes in. He, his father, he came in. His father was a, a foreman with us at the time. Uh, he came in and uh, he came in in front of for a, uh, an interview. So he, his father was in the interview. We sat with him, and his father interrupted once uh, right early on in the interview. I said, "I'm only going to speak to you once more about this. Your son is here. He's 16 year old boy. He's going to become a man here. He's going to learn mm-hmm. his trade here." He's going to come on, go on to be whatever he wants to be, and I want him to be the best he can be, and I'm going to mm. give him all of that attributes to be able to do that. What mm. I don't, what I don't want, and I can't have, is you chipping in saying, "Oh, my son, you haven't done this for my son, you haven't done that for my son." Your son mm. is going to make himself, not you. Mm. Right. So I'm all forward 25 years. He's been with us 25 years. He started as a green-eyed apprentice, not a clue what he was doing there. His dad has pushed him into the job. He's now the construction manager looking after all the people. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we've got the we've got a royal visit. One of the one of the members of the royal family comes along and what I did, I rang this guy's wife and said, Look, we're having a royal visit. We'd like you to come along. I want I want uh, Graham I've, I've, I've uh, designed a present for His Royal Highness. I want mm-hmm. to, I want Graham, not me. I want Graham to give him the present. Mm-hmm. And she, oh my, that be, oh, that be so proud. And I said, I'd like you to bring his dad actually, because his dad came at the event, at his interview, and bring his yeah. bring his mum as well. Right. I said, the other thing is, uh, I want to give him a gift for his 25th um, year with us. Uh, mm. What would you like? Would you like? And I want something for him. Um, but, you know, I know he likes walking. Um, would you like something? Would you like a, a voucher for, for a holiday somewhere? Or what? What would you like? I mean, a, a watch. And she said, "Oh, he he hasn't got a watch." I said, oh, "Really? You know, no, he has got a watch because it's just one watch you would like. It's a Breitling, and he he mm. he's, he's, he would save for bag." Mm. I said, "Right, okay, leave it with me." But they're too expensive. Yeah, I said they are too expensive. But leave it. <laughs> so anyway, I bought the Breitling. Went down to mm. uh, went down to the shop. Bought the Breitling from the from the um, jewelers. Mm. Had it all cased up and everything. And I spoke to his royal highness beforehand and said he 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 is going to give you a present. What I'd like you to do is then in, in return give him his present from us. And mm. he was absolutely blown away. Oh. Blown away. It's that whole action of the little things, you know, it means even more than just the watch, doesn't it? The fact that then um, he's thought so much of his Royal Highness and then him being able to give that and you organising that. It's it's an astonishing thing to make people feel special and important within the workplace. It is, it is, it is. And all, all it is is simple. You just got to think differently. Think about people. Think about what you would be like. What would you be like? So, uh, so, so last week, I took him to a dinner. And when mm. I got to the dinner, I said, have you got, have you got your watch on? And he said, oh, yeah, there you are. Good crowd. And he said, you know, nobody else can tell him that the, his royal hands have given the watch, can they? Can they? And, and you know what I mean? That, that is, that's worth more than anyone, isn't it? You know, you, yeah. you, you know, some things you can't put a price on. And, and I was so pleased that he was pleased. Yeah. Um, 
I met you very uh, by chance, really, and I was really glad that I did at the um, EQ Connect annual conference about emotional intelligence of where, where you spoke and uh, many things that you spoke about resonated with me. Um, but it's really interesting because, as you say, you have this extraordinary capacity to lead with kindness, but you yeah. haven't been doing that very consciously. Not no. very, you've just been doing it because it's been part of who you are. Um, it's within your nature, absolutely. And yeah. um, I guess, first of all, before we talk about, you know, all the things that now have been happening since I, um, since we met, but where do you think that comes from, the fact that it's naturally inbuilt into you? Where do you, has it, was it something from your childhood? Is it something you developed within your business? Do you? Did you consciously decide that you were going to put people first? What what was it? Um, I think uh, I, I, I always tell people I'm 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 very very lucky because I, I, I was brought up in a uh, in a loving family. Mm. My dad my dad was a um, a motor mechanic. He he um, he went for a, an interview as a as a as a middle management type person in the steelworks. He, he had uh, his, ex, his, his qualifications. One qualification he's only got is, is MM1, and and when he went for the interview, they thought it was um, middle management, grade one. It was motor mechanic first year, <laughs> and and he 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 used to um, have five or six cars outside the house, fixing cars day, night, weekends to make money, to, to allow, to put bed on the table, over and above his job that he had. And uh, he, he used to ensure that we had a, had a, a family holiday. So uh, that, I'm very fortunate because I, I, work, I work now for um, things like Safe Families for Children. Um, I was speaking at an event last week about, about how to care for, uh, for those children who've been in care and suddenly actually Taken, you know, taken off the list at the, at the age of we used to be 16, now 18, and just literally pushed off a cliff. You know, so I get involved in all that type of stuff. But and I think about my childhood and how lucky I was. And we were all, I don't know, I just, I think I've always just been a giver. And when I when I when I look at people, I actually, I actually very very quickly assess whether those people are givers or takers. And I, I just, I just categorise people in one or the other. And yeah. and I can work with them both, but it's just good to know who you're working with. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just been, it's, just, it's just been a natural phenomenon, really. Yeah. Yeah. Your work with safe families, how important is that to you? And what's the sort of work that is kind of coming off the back of that? Well, the safe families. Mm. Yeah. So, so at the moment, in the, in the, in the care industry, Okay, it costs. I think. I think um, depending on which country you talk to, it costs between eighty thousand and two hundred thousand pounds per child to put into care per annum. Yeah. Now yeah. we're, you know, now what what we're doing is it's just a it's just like a revolving circle. So the person, the the, the person that's in care, they're in care because of abuse, neglect, whatever. They've been taken off the parents. They're put into care to go from I, one one kid I was with last week. Um, he said, if you've got a calculator, type in 365, divide it by 
by 21. I think the answer is 18, something like that, or 18 or 21, or whatever it was. And and that's how many times in one year I was transferred from one family to another. And wow. How can, how can you possibly, how can you possibly learn life like that? You know. So so what happens is these kids get kicked out of out of the care from the care system. They pass from pillar to post, right? They're kicked off out of the care system. And what happens is quite often they are vulnerable. So you may get a young girl. And I can tell you, can tell you the story. So a young girl, okay, they meet meet somebody, you know, a, a guy. He gets them pregnant. They have a child. He buggers off, you know, and she's now she she, she doesn't know how to cook. She doesn't feed the kids. She's not you know she's not anything. She's not to wash or anything. She's got no no life skills. So what this care safe for families, uh, safe families for children does, is it gets a, gets groups of, of, of volunteers. Mm. And um, there's, a, there's in in I believe it's in um, uh, in the Midlands there. They've got this uh, an amazing thing going on um, whereby there's like literally hundreds and hundreds of volunteers that mm. go around and, and help these kids. Uh, they've got people who will who will, who will take 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 the the, the, the ex, ex carer and mm. give them uh, some. Some uh, some space, but allow, allow them to stay at their house for two nights. Give them some space, yeah. some some bathing space, while whilst they sort the house out. You know, look after look after the kids for them. They'll go mm-hmm. in. They'll, they'll they'll fix the telly. They'll put make it, get them a telly. If they haven't got a dishwasher, get them a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. They've got you know, and all these carers, all these supporters are all volunteers. Now yeah. it, it it costs money. So the councils, I mean, it costs costs the councils sort of two thousand pounds per family. Versus versus eighty thousand pounds to two hundred thousand pounds per child, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know. Now and, and then what you try to do is educate them so that they don't go back in the care. So those children don't go back in the care. So you're stopping yeah. that. You're stopping that circle. Yeah, you know? that's right. So, so so I've got involved in that sort of stuff, you know. Mm, yeah. It's kind of a real, really kind of tackling the root cause of the social issue rather it's than it's root, kind it's of root so this yeah. morning, as an act of kindness, I'm I'm mentoring this this young lady, who has um, a social lettings and social property companies, the CIC companies, and they and what you know, so they're not for profit, and they're creating affordable housing for the homeless and for people yeah. coming out of care, and and she she was wanting to this morning, um, I I I, I must have six or eight different. Uh, uh, meetings with her to try and you know mentor her on the road, and today was about to scale up, you know. So yeah. she's uh, she's 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 she left today with absolute you know uh, the, the spring in a step, but she knows exactly what she's going to do. Yeah, amazing. And 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 what I was saying to her, and so I got I got her involved in the safer families meeting, so yeah. so she she actually every all what I found is all these things are linked together. There's a crossroads where the link and the you know so so the kids need they need safe houses so safe families safe houses and so she links into that yeah so, it's, yeah it's brilliant isn't it and that seems to be this kind of in the last what four weeks since I met you there's been this I think it's probably always been there for you but what you found is that everything's kind of flowing and linking um and all these people are coming in for support and stuff and you're able to kind of just help people including me it would appear um which we can talk about yeah. later 